Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're going to need a bigger boat. As an Australian athlete, this is one of the most embarrassing things that I've ever witnessed. Uh, I've been to three Commonwealth Games, uh, my first right back in 2010. And one of the proudest moments of my swimming career as an athlete was swimming at a home Commonwealth Games in 2018 on the Gold Coast. The sense of national pride you get from that is something that's unmatched in, in most sports. So this, this decision by the Victorian government, by Dan Andrews, is a blight on our country, is a blight on sport in Australia, and is an embarrassment to the rest of the world. That was the missile, James Magnuson, firing a few well-aimed projectiles at the Victorian government after their decision yesterday uh, to pull out of the 2026 Commonwealth Games, which were to be staged in Victoria generally. This is Duff's Deep Dive. We are brought to you by the Isuzu MUX. You can live your own way. In the Isuzu MUX, visit your local Isuzu Ute dealer today. Julian, you got to pick through the rhetorics of the rhetoric of politicians, don't you? And mm. when you pick through what Dan Andrews said, he talks about you know hospitals and schools and and those sorts of things, you know, coming before a sporting event like this. But really, the real story here is how a government could get its sums so wrong. How two to three billion became six to seven billion, according to them, and that was their excuse for not um, for not hosting the games. You've always got to remember to carry the one. That was something I learned in <laughs> maths class in year eight, and that's taught me well in life. Is you've always got to remember to carry the one. Uh, I mean. Without wanting to go into a, a politics program, and there's plenty of other places you can find that the numbers just on its own it, it I, the way after reading and absorbing all the information over the last 24 hours and believe me it, it everybody in this town here in melbourne's got an opinion about it uh, I, I fall into if the numbers are correct then the commonwealth games as a concept are finished if the numbers are not correct somebody is seriously in need of a calculator because like you said, how this could double exponentially so quickly is just utterly beyond me. Now, th this comes back down to, do you believe the version of events put forward by the Premier or do you believe the version of events put forward by the Commonwealth Games of Australia? I believe they've cut their losses. I believe they looked at this event and they've gone, okay, what are we spending? What's it going to be worth? This is going to cost a lot more than it's going to be worth. So, therefore, we have to find a way to justify getting out. Yep. That's what I think has happened. And if you look at the uh, the lack of a rush from other states to get in and take their place, then that is pretty much exactly what it's occurred. It's no longer a big ticket event in terms of tourism and bringing people to your state in terms of uh, – because this is how this works now, isn't it? You know, um, in Western Australia, for example, we might pay $5 million to host 
a Bledisloe Cup, knowing that the tourism will well and truly outstrip the $5 million. If you get an event like the Commonwealth Games where they're there for a couple of weeks, not just a couple of games, then the potential tourism benefits of that event become, you know, they run into the billions. So I, I think it's potentially anyway, I reckon they've looked at the numbers and they've gone, well, actually, you know what? We're not going to get our money back here. So how do we get out of it? Well, the answer is you put some um, pie-in-the-sky figure on what it's going to cost. You throw out the old hospitals and schools line before yep. before sporting events because clearly anyone in their right mind knows that hospitals and schools are more important than sporting events. But generally speaking, well-balanced governments and well-balanced administrations tend to find a way to manage both. And, uh, and, and poorly is a, ones a, don't. And Andrews is a master of the way that he described it yesterday. It was like he was doing Victorians a favour. An absolute master in his speech when it comes to that. But it's the same argument that we're seeing in Tasmania around the, the stadium as well, that it's either hospitals or schools or sport. Well, they're not mutually exclusive. But I think you're right. And it, was always, it always seemed flawed from the beginning to have this event in the regions when... You've already got purpose-built stadia in Melbourne ready to go. That is the thing that I can't understand. So there are two things about an event like this. Is One is what it costs, but also the legacy it leaves. Now, what you want to do is you want to use events like this to build infrastructure. So, for example, if, um, say, go back five, six, seven years when Western Australia was trying to build Perth Stadium, for example, if we could have pulled off an Olympic Games or if we could have pulled off even a World Athletics Championship, the ability to justify the building of the stadium becomes infinitely easier because there will be a tourism spend for the initial event and then the structure stays in place for the next 50 years and services the community. As I understood it, there was a lot of temporary um, facilities going to be put up for this. So the legacy piece of this wasn't going to exist. Um, it was going to be put up and taken down. So therefore, there's no ongoing benefit to the community as a result of this. So that's a big minus for it. Um, and as I say, I just suspect they looked at the the projection on tourism dollars coming in and they thought, you know what, this is going to cost a lot more than it's going to earn us. And so we've got to get out. Um, but when you do an event like this, once you're in, you're in. Yep. And, and and you've really got to see it through. Now, how does this pan out now? I mean, haven't heard definitively what the interest is from New South Wales, but there if, if there isn't interest from New South Wales, then it's dead. Because, None. Because they at least have the infrastructure still in place from the Sydney Olympics. So therefore, if anyone could do it with a minimal spend, the New South Wales government could do it. So if they're not interested then it's dead. It's, well, they've it's already said yesterday, their new Premier, Chris Minns, said point blank, we're not interested in hosting the Commonwealth Games. We're not interested in bidding for it. Yeah, so there you and go. They, pretty much every Premier across the country came out in a conga line yesterday. Uh, I think we haven't heard from the Chief Minister in the Northern Territory yet. I think he's the only one, um, possibly uh, the ACT Chief Minister, but everyone else has come out and said, we're not interested. Maybe they could do it in Tasmania and use it as the impetus to build the stadium down there that they're struggling to get up and going for the AFL team. Julian. He's not interested. <laughs> the Tasmanian Premier, Jeremy Rockliffe, said we are not hosting the Commonwealth Games in, in Tasmania. So, I mean, what's left? Christmas Island? Um, <laughs> didn't, the goodies, didn't the goodies do a... Um, uh, you remember the old show, the comedy show, The Goodies? 
Didn't didn't they do an episode on the Commonwealth Games? It was, um, I think it was only two nations competing, England versus Christmas Island. Yes. And Christmas Island beat them because <laughs> the goodies represented England, I think. <laughs> Sounds about right for uh, both England at the Commonwealth Games and the, the, and the goodies. Uh, the Commonwealth Games is a concept. It, it's being looked at as the little brother of the Olympic Games. I, I think those days are well and truly over. And let, let's be honest, those days have been over probably since the 2010s. I remember the, the 2018 closing ceremony on the Gold Coast where all the athletes walked out about 20 minutes into the event. Even though the, the Games themselves were a success, it, it seemed like the gloss was off the rose then. And then Birmingham stepping up last minute and that went well. But... It really does feel like, as a concept, the Commonwealth Games, if they aren't dead, then this may very well be the last iteration of them. Yep, I think they're on life support now. This has been Dust Deep Dive. It's brought to you by the Isuzu MUX. You can live your own way in the seven-seat Isuzu MUX. Visit your local Isuzu Ute dealer today. We'll be back with a bit of Harley Reid chat after the break.